0: Found it. This is the 10 Bits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the
1: show. It's a hump day, Wednesday, the sixth day of April, and here we are, ready for another day. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Dale. Good to see you. Great to see you, buddy. Yeah. Another <laughs> lovely day. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Ready to roll. It's, yes indeed how some of this stuff happened because now we've got it kind of looks like a night crawler but several states are reporting problems with jumping worms jumping worms yeah as the weather gets warmer and more people are tending to their gardens and such the species are native to Asia But are listed as a species of concern in several states, including New York. Sightings have also been reported in Massachusetts and Minnesota. Are these just brought in somebody's suitcase and let loose? (laughs) Jumping worms. Yeah. They're spreading through the transfer of mulch, compost, leaf litter and plants and things of that sort. Well, there you go. They were once a... They were once sold as fishing bait, but were recently prohibited. Mm. Jumping worms are native to East Asia, but they have been sold in the United States, as fishing bait as mentioned, and now deemed highly invasive. Why wouldn't you want a fish to just eat them? You know? <laughs> Does it get in the fish's guts mm. and then... Lay eggs and reproduce know? somehow? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. Fish eventually explodes.
1: (laughs) 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 And worms jump out. That's the stuff of nightmares. It can be problematic because they are ravenous consumers of organic material. Hmm. They may promote the growth of invasive plant species as well as native species that do well in disturbed soil. I'm disturbed it, by the story. It can deplete soil of nutrients, <laughs> damage plant roots, and alter the uh, the soil's capacity to to hold water. Hmm. So perhaps we'll start hearing commercials for sprays. You have jumping worms, crabgrass, right. <laughs> So, do they jump, Matt? Have you I, researched? I don't, I
0: don't know. I haven't, I, I don't know. I just saw the last line of the okay. story. Currently, there is no known way to kill off all the jumping worms.
1: So, it's like bait stores. They got them and, re, and then now they've just spread all over? Yeah. Was there like black
0: market bait stores that?
1: <coughs> I don't, it just says, so gardeners uh You know, decide to uh, prevent the spread of the worms because they can't uh, eliminate them in parts of their own gardens. So maybe you devote a part of your garden for jumping worms to attack. Mm. (laughs) Then you've got a great wall. (laughs) Hopefully they won't jump over it. They can range in
0: from (laughs) one and a half to eight inches.
1: That's a long jumping worm. Yeah, it that's That's snake like almost. Yeah.
0: They're native to Japan and the Korean peninsula. Okay. But they were increased they were introduced to North America due to increased human activity during the nineteenth century. That's the eighteen hundreds, right?
1: Chip chip cheerio <laughs> <laughs> A spot of jumping worms for us. <laughs> uh, I did that. But why are they called that? I don't know. They must jump, don't they? Do they? <laughs> Surely not. Again, they look like a crawler, but they're a little lighter, and you know, there's a little something different about them. But they look nightcrawlerish, ish really. Oh, here we go. Okay. One of the main ways to control,
0: <laughs> it, it then gives their Latin name. Okay. Wormus <laughs> erectus. Um, yeah, it's like Amethas <laughs> agristus. <mythus, a> <laughs> Is controlled birds, so you got to <laughs> set them on fire in grassy fields in some forest. This method removes leaf litter, the main food source <laughs> for jumping worms, which should thoroughly control the overall population of Asian worms. So you got to, like, set fire to your area. So if you fight them in your garden, light it up,
1: man. <sighs> Again, it's going to be hard to detect probably the difference unless you look closely between that and a regular nightcrawler. Yeah, they're very similar. So, so be aware. Why? I, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know if they're in the Indiana area or not, but if they're in Massachusetts, Minnesota, and New York, odds are maybe they are.
0: Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> From the Minnesota DNR page.
1: Hello. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Ozers. Got to catch a crappy? (laughs) If you're from from Minnesota, we're sorry. We we don't mean it. (laughs) We
0: we love you. Uh, Jumping worms are a type of earthworm. They're called jumping worms because of their unusual behavior when disturbed. Oh, no. They move like a snake. Oh, no. And sometimes appear to be jumping. A light-colored ring extends around the body, maybe more prominent than in other earthworms. Okay.
1: So if it uh, acts really weird, yeah, it uh, may be a jumping worm. You know, I've had crawlers before. I used to go, you know, sure, hunting for them at night. You've got your flashlight, you know. Yes. The grass has the dew. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there you'll see it laying there. Mm-hmm. And you grab it, and some of them are just, just so tough, they just, you know, it's like yeah. What grief. Yeah. Yeah. They're quick. Yeah, you know, you've got to be uh, cat like reflexes to catch night crawlers. <laughs> and sometimes have some strength. And don't, if you break one, don't throw it in with the bunch. Now, whether this is true or not. All right. You know, if you throw in a, a Nightcrawler that's been snapped in half, supposedly, it will kill the rest of them. Now, again, that may have been Dad's way of saying, hey, don't be breaking worms. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right. I've never heard that. You know, I don't know. Like,
0: like that half-worm will go on a rampage and kill everyone else? or I don't know. It suddenly becomes poisonous. <laughs> I don't It's probably crap. Yeah, I'm sure okay? it is. I mean, just, you're, you're right. It's probably, you know, Dad <laughs> breaking worms. You know, so His dad probably told him back in the day.
1: <laughs> it's like, all that's how all this stuff gets going, yeah. you know. Now, <laughs> now, evidently, one bad apple will spoil the, the rest of the bunch. Huh. Yeah, I'd never heard that. At my house, I have some incredibly splitting bananas. They're splitting. <laughs> okay. It's like they've got a, a, a gash in them, and they're just... Even if they didn't have a gash, now suddenly they do. They're gashed bananas. I don't know. So and, they're just like it goes. It goes through the skin yeah. and into the banana itself. Wow. So those have been discarded. I was going to say, are they still just sitting on the cabinet on the <laughs> well, counter? No, well, right now they're black. I don't so. know what to do. I'm just going to leave them here. <laughs> and there's some gnats. <laughs> And that odor of, you know. (laughs) Well, I'm going to make that into bread. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you always say. It's it's 631. We'll take a break for news, a look at weather, and we've got more tidbits on the way.
0: This is Tidbits.
1: Well, uh, we'll pretend we did weather. I... um, (laughs) I spaced it out. You didn't say anything. I didn't notice. But uh, anyway, there's the continued chance of rain till probably early afternoon. Then I think we'll see sunshine again and uh, later in the day, high of 58. Right now it's 51 in Logan'sport, so there you, there you go. go. All right. What do you got? You hungry? Yeah. Oh, I'm old, you know. You know me. <laughs> this time of day you're always yeah. hungry. Making weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> true
0: true story well the old style inn is open for breakfast 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. and they have a sandwich you need to check out it's their signature breakfast sandwich it includes egg and cheese served on texas toast with one piece of bacon i'm kidding it doesn't have one piece no it doesn't have two pieces no doesn't have three pieces. That's not enough. Surely we'll just stop at four. No. Really? No. Five? Yeah. No. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Six. A half dozen. <laughs> but they're like half pieces of bacon, right? No. Those Six are full strips. Full strips. Of quality bacon. Quality. Get four on the sandwich, two on the side, or just have them all on the sandwich. Top and bottom, baby around that sucker
1: (laughs) i'm really hungry
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the thing is like if you think about it you can smell the sandwich being made yeah you can you know what i mean you really can oh so good um so you you go try that it is um it is a it will it will fill you up and will be a great start to your day um plus they have other great breakfast choices Fresh-made omelets, mm. cinnamon French toast, mm. pancakes, oh. steak and eggs, mm. pork chops and eggs, mm-hmm. and of course the classic oh, biscuit and gravy. Oh, gee. So there you go. The That's egg. at the Old Style Inn, open for breakfast eight a.m. to eleven a.m. All right, on Sixth Street. Make it a point in Logan Point. to get in there and get it. Did you know they allow? Yes that the Hoosier Lottery has a digital track-your-play calculator? I didn't know that. Well, you can check out even more tools and resources to help keep play positive at HoosierLottery.com. Play responsibly. All right.
1: There you go. So they kind of let you know how much dough you've lost here. Is that what that's for? Or, oh, gee, I dropped, I dropped $100 today. Yeah. And then hopefully it wakes you up and say, you know, hey, maybe you're, you've got rent to pay.
0: Maybe you want you <laughs> run that back in. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, this is from a Texas school district. They fired a teacher who used a high-pitched noise to punish the class with a piercing sound. The teacher played a dog whistle YouTube video during one period of class. That was for middle schoolers. It was played for 40 minutes, not just for a couple of seconds to get their attention. 40 minutes. One parent said the teacher used the noise as a form of punishment. Now, Matt and I, with our hearing the way it is, we'd sit there dumb to the fact that it's ever going on. We wouldn't be affected. <laughs>
0: the kids would be miserable.
1: We? We'd just be going on with life. It's fine. I don't think I'd hear it. I took that hearing test once. It started, and I didn't know. I'm just sitting there. Never heard the first tone. Can you hear that? Are you ready, they said. No. <laughs> I'm playing one right now. Are you? Yeah. No. <laughs> Here, let me get it. Okay. Oh, I hear a little, I hear a little something. Little, yeah. Yeah. I do, too. Okay.
0: Hopefully, there's dogs right now going nuts.
1: <laughs> now, I had a, a digital thermometer one time. It, you know, goes off when it's time to read it. Sure. Never heard it. <laughs> I never knew it was going off. Everyone around me heard it. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, my 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 ears have been subjected to over 40 years of headset wearing. Very turned up, and right. you know, they're, they're ruined.
0: Yeah. Might have been 25 years, so same.
1: Students said she put on this ringing noise. Everyone was covering their ears. One of them walked out of the class. One of them was yelling (laughs) that it was torture. And another tried to unplug the computer. Now, why someone would do that, I don't know. The district said the teacher was fired. And said it was possible that the teacher would face criminal charges. Criminal charges. I suppose at some point, you know, middle school students, I know how I was in middle school. I know how we were. For sure. And, um, you know, I don't know. I guess some people just can't take it and, uh, you know, they'll get you. (laughs) Because I would think a dog whistle would maybe affect their ears more than... Than like us, I used to have dog whistles through my ears, you know, with beagles and stuff as it, you know, through my youth. Right. Never, I never hear that. that yeah. 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 Oh, that's piercing. <laughs> I'll be like that one kid. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. You're probably hurting our blisters ears. Probably. And we don't have many to get rid of. That's in, true. In the we podcast. Need- <laughs> so Okay. Sorry. So- <laughs> Please don't leave us. We lost Minnesota minutes ago. We did. (laughs) Oh, my tire. There we go. I run over my headset cord. Hmm. Now, have you been to, like, the Grand Canyon National Park?
0: I have not. Okay. I've flown over the Grand Canyon in an airplane. Were you instructed by the pilot? I was. was. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, look out the left side of the cabin, you'll uh, you'll see the Grand Canyon, <laughs> and then okay. everyone and starts talking, and, <laughs> and it looks like a giant crack in the ground. Okay. from you know, thirty six thousand feet. Right. It just looks like a giant crack. Okay, it's kind of
1: nuts. But again, here's the report of a a person by the name of Margaret. Oswald, near Ledges camp when she fell. It was day six of a multi-day private uh, boating trip on the Colorado River. Members of the group found her unresponsive. They started CPR. Park officials asked for a DPS emergency helicopter because it was getting dark. Mm. She was pronounced dead two hours later. Man. This uh, from a 20-foot fall. In, uh, in the canyon. And again, you know, I'm not getting close to the edge of anything. Because okay? there's always a wise guy. I remember, you know, back in school, you know how it is. And you probably still have some friends like that today. Sure. You know. You know. Like put your <laughs> thing, you know.
0: No fall. You know? yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And generally, it it leads to disaster. Yep. So... I just, uh, I don't know that I'd ever want to go there because I'd feel like I'd fall off. <laughs> it's like at the top of Soldier Field. It's like you're, Ugh. you know, bent way over, and uh, it's uncomfortable. Now, this, uh, Matthew, pertains to um, to aliens. Okay, this is uh, according to newly released Pentagon files. All right. UFO sightings can leave witnesses injured suffering radiation burns, brain problems, and damaged nerves. Witnesses claim one woman became pregnant. Now this is from the Pentagon. The report was obtained by the Sun from the Defense Intelligence Agency as part of a huge freedom of information request. It investigates the health impact on humans who have had paranormal experience. It features a useful database which listed the biological effects of UFO sightings on humans and their frequency compiled in the uh, Civilian Research Agency. <laughs> the, uh, this includes bizarre occurrences like apparent abductions because you lose time. You Suddenly you're, you lost two hours. That happens. Okay, what happened? Well, you were gone for two hours. You don't know. Sometimes I realize, oh, my gosh. See, you may have been on one entirely for that vacation. Maybe I was.
0: <laughs> so, okay, what Dale's referring to, <laughs> years and years ago, we took we took a vacation to Holiday World. I have no recollection of
1: it. We actually took two. I remember one. have no memory of the other one. And uh, you, you think about that, and you wonder, how do you do that, but... It's possible. It is. Encounter unaccounted for pregnancies have been reported. What? How did I? (laughs) Wait a minute. Sexual encounters, the experience of telepathy, and perceived teleportation. There have uh, five reported sexual encounters between UFOs and humans. So, I don't get... It warns that such objects may be a threat to the United States interests. So, and again, see, this is giving you a little more proof, Matt. You can go read this. It's not, though. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, you said, you know, if they're here, wouldn't they just destroy us? No, I didn't say that. I think I said if they were here, it
0: would be a much like we would we would know they were here. It would be like Independence Day. Like we would know they're here. Now, am I saying that they would, you know, start destroying us like Independence Day? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if they were here, I think it would be like that instead okay. of you know, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna abduct this hillbilly and
1: hillbilly. <laughs> you know, for all we know, Matthew, we may be alien babies. We we you know what? Sure, I don't I don't think so, <laughs> but no. So, I I don't know. I believe anything's possible. I truly do. I don't discount anything. (laughs) Because if you think it's not going to happen, it it certainly is. I have a hard time with this. I really do. Well, you know, look at the Titanic. It was unsinkable. (laughs) Okay? And it was... (laughs) I don't know. I I just think it's probably accurate. Mm. If you suffer from allergies... (laughs)
0: Suddenly I woke up and it was four hours. I didn't know where I'd been. Now you
1: tell me. That's the way Matthew perceives every report. <laughs> as he calls them hillbillies. I'll tell you what, I
0: got you know, I woke up, I knew, I knew what that cup was thinking. I knew. I'd look at that cup and it's like you need to wash me, and I he said, You know what, I will. I'll wash you, cup.
1: Uh-huh. And again, our apologies to you in the South. Uh, this could be happening right here in Indiana. For sure. They could sound like that. Okay, so. <laughs> if you suffer from allergies, yeah. experts are saying the uh, peak of allergy season this year will feel more intense. That's wonderful. If you suffer from them, you know just how miserable it is. Mm. Over the last couple of years, while we were wearing masks, we probably were sheltered from it somewhat. There are no mandates to stay at home this spring as well. So people are ditching their mask and they're now fully exposed to all the microscopic pollens floating through the air. It comes as COVID-19 is still circulating. The symptoms can be similar. I used to have a guy that always said similar. Okay. <laughs> And uh, there's a way to, uh, to distinguish the difference, according to the doctor. Allergies would not have any fever. So if you got that, you're really thinking this is uh, some type of uh, viral or COVID type illness, it says. But anyway, you know, I, I'm sorry, but when I was away from everybody during COVID, I wasn't wearing a mask. I always saw people walking wearing a mask and there's nobody else around them. Yeah. Or in their car yeah, that's, by themselves. I, I guess, you know. You're by yourself. It's just <laughs> you. And you're in your car with your mask on. I, I, but, um, so I still, you know, I've got allergies, you know, every day of the year, basically. So um, I deal with it continually. Mine are getting worse as I get older. Think For what sure. it's going to be like. Yeah. Just imagine. Right. Right. You'll be tripping over sticks, sneezing.
0: I already do that. It's already way of life for
1: me. That's in reference to Matthew walking to work one time and tripping over a stick. I tripped over
0: a stick one time and really, like, blew my ankle out. In fact, I probably should have went to the hospital.
1: No, it's not funny, but it is. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But uh I can't imagine, you know, you having allergies plus that. It's, right. it's gonna be miserable for you. Bad situation. Okay.
0: <laughs> aliens would throw me back if they got it if I got abducted.
1: After they've probed you. After I yeah, thoroughly <laughs> probed. <laughs> Maybe it'll hit you one day in your studio. You'll remember your vacation. You were sprawled out on a metal table. <laughs> And uh, you'll, you'll end up with hideous memories.
0: Let's see what we have here.
1: <laughs> so that'll do it. We got a chunky one. <laughs> Would they have enough beam to be able to get you? <laughs> right, <laughs> <That's like> struggling. <laughs> the beam struggling. <laughs> so uh, there, there you go. Some tidbits. I gotta go on this uh, Wednesday. You have a good one, man. Right, see you. Ya. See ya.